Welcome to the weekend and welcome to The Barbecue Show with Steve Ray. The Barbecue Show is brought to you by the Alistair's Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop in Ottawa, by the historic Midnight Oil Service Station in Ottawa, by Michelin Tires because so much is riding on your tires, and by all the great barbecue products and supplies at the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop. I know you've got questions and we've got answers, so pick up the phone, 423-267-1023, and let's talk some barbecue. Hey, it's the beginning of the weekend. Welcome, everybody, to the Big Barbecue Show Live here on Talk Radio 102.3 and on the Owl's Nest Barbecue Facebook page, the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply in Oodawa, right next door to the historic Midnight Oil Service Station and Michelin Tire Direct on the east side of I-75 right off of Exit 11. Just follow your nose. The Owl's Nest Barbecue Supplies where Chattanooga goes barbecue rub sauces green mountain grills and now the best selection of pellets for your pellet smoker and now stocking the entire line of blues hog charcoal big announcement natural lump and briquette all available and the famous charcoal logs if you've never seen the charcoal logs come by and check these things out super long burning charcoal for your grill if you haven't you haven't grilled till you grill with blues hog charcoal plus we stock the popular Blues Hog Sauce, Rubs, and Brine. Uh, Jeff Maxwell in the house with me. J.D. back at the studio, turning the knobs, keeping the radio side of things smooth. Aaron Carver keeping the Facebook side of things smooth. And we want you to call 267-1023, 423-267-1023. Even if you are outside the local dialing area, it's still 423 423- Two six seven one zero two three. Give us a call. JD will answer the phone. He'll put you on hold, and we'll get right to you with all your barbecue questions. Hey, anything goes on this show. If you got a question about how to, what if, this is what I got, give us a call. Two six seven one zero two three. We'll help guide you through. And tonight, <laughs> we've we've got a good one tonight. This this is this is uh this is big. This this is big. We've got the special guest. On the show tonight are two guys with one of the most unique podcasts out there. But once you think about it, it makes perfect sense. The baseball and barbecue podcast episodes are heard by thousands every week. And tonight we have the two guys responsible for that broadcast, Jeff Cohen and Leonard Averman, coming to us live from Long Island, New York. What's up, fellas? How you doing? Hey, Steve. Hello. Great to be here. Long, Long Island. What do, do you live on the tip, or do you live like where it just comes from land? Or I, I don't know much about Long Island. Tell tell us about it, Long Island. Well, it, uh, we're not at the tip. We're in uh, this Long Island is into two counties, Nassau and Suffolk. Suffolk is the one where it has a tip, the tip, the, the north and south fork with with Montauk. We're uh, we're in mid mid, I would say, middle of the island, not too far from Jones Beach. Which is the rich county, Suffolk or Nassau? Which is the rich one? Well, I think they both have their own uh, oh. places. Where we're just not in work. those rich areas. We're, so we're y'all are there. among the chosen. <laughs> y'all are among the, <laughs> the chosen. We can get there by car, though. <laughs> they aren't in the Hamptons. <laughs> well, Leonard. In their neighborhood, they they kind of say, um, excuse me, uh, you guys lost. <laughs> <laughs> Leonard Aberman and Jeff Cohen coming to you live from Long Island, the uh, producers and stars of Baseball and Barbecue Podcast. Um, all right, Leonard, let's go with you first. All right, and Jeff, I'm sure you're used to this because everybody always talks to Leonard first. Where does the Baseball and Barbecue Podcast originate from? I know you're on Long Island, but where where is the the super studio that beams it out to millions? Oh, the super stu- the super studio is a is a bedroom in Jeff's house. <laughs> no, no, no. You're supposed to do better than that, Leonard. Okay, we don't need to have. the The problem is we we do it there. We don't disclose the address because when we walk outside after recording, we do not want the fans and the paparazzi <laughs> like that. to to jump us. It's you know we just want to live a normal life. We're average people, so but it's it's at a it's out of uh, Jeff's house. It's amazing what you could do with technology these days. So y'all, do y'all, do y'all get together at Jeff's house and do it together, or do you do it like this? Like, like cause I know you live a mile and a half apart, and you couldn't, you couldn't spend the gas money to Jeff to drive down 
to Leonard's house where we could only have one Skype production, right? <laughs> well, there's a pandemic going on. So, we, you know what? Prior to the pandemic, pandemic. we did do it. And, and it's, you know, it's funny. It's not funny. Uh, well, I think the pandemic actually helped our show in a way because prior to the pandemic, we, we were not, we were in the same room. Um, we did not use Zoom. We didn't use good quality. Uh, our sound wasn't as good. And now our sound is much better. So, um, you know, we do it via Zoom usually. And, uh, you know, we, we, we have such a, we have such a, a, a give and take between us. We have such a, you know, we know each other so well that we're able to do it without being in the same room and still have a, a, a great show. Right. He, he gives, Len gives it and I take it. Uh, <laughs> I'm like Actually, Len's correctly because we do have a, we did have a sound problem earlier. We used to do our interviews on phones and the sound quality wasn't great, but once we discovered Zoom, mm -hmm. we sound, our sound quality has gone up so much better and we were able to get great guests and we can actually converse with them more, uh, more like this. And we just record it and, and put it into a podcast. Who, who is the, um, or first of all, how long have y'all been doing it? Three and a half, like three and a half years. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Do you, are you one of those guys that count the episode? Like this is episode number. Yes, we do. The, so which episode, what are you, what are you on now? Uh, well, actually tomorrow we release Jeff. No, I'm doing all the talking. Jeff, go <laughs> ahead. What do we release tomorrow? We release number 90 tomorrow. Uh, and I, you know what? Let me just say this. I always thought you had to number the episodes, so I think I'm doing it. <laughs> no, I but think it's tomorrow. 89 tomorrow, isn't it? Oh, I'm sorry, you're right. Tomorrow is 80, 89. Yeah, because we release every two weeks, but sometimes a bonus episode. Mm -hmm. So even though we've been doing it three and a half years, we don't have 150-something episodes. We do it, you know, yeah. every two weeks with bonus episodes. So well, I think, I think just so you do it regularly, and that's how it builds your audience. Right. Into into the into the thousands and thousands of people that are listening right now. Um, okay, uh, Jeff, who is the baseball guy and who is the barbecue guy? Well, I would be the baseball guy. Okay. Oh, and Leonard good. is the barbecue guy. And did so y'all? I'm, I'm not baseball at all. I, I have no. You know a little. You know what? You know as much as baseball. As I'm much, I know as much as barbecue. Let's put it that oh, way. So then you're saying I don't know much? No, that's not true. That's not true. But wait, we didn't get to tomorrow's guest. Let's just quickly, because you know all the people out here are really going to clamor for the guest that we have tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, it's a sports writer named Anthony Tacomo, and he wrote a book on one of our favorite players, David Wright. Um, the pitcher? Third baseman. Third baseman? Uh, no, the Mets, the Mets player, third baseman. Oh, okay. Who was that kid that was in, from Texas? That was David Clyde. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What, so, to, what... um. How do you, how did this thing come about? Where where were you, where were you drinking too much beer when you came across <laughs> this idea? And what bar were you in? And like, hey, hey, I've got a great idea. Since we're married, we can't chase chicks. Let's do a podcast. How did, where did that come from? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. Glenn's <laughs> laughing too much, so I'll take this. You know, we we just talked a lot about baseball a lot all the time. We talked about barbecue all the time, and we just figured. Why don't we just record it? And this way we can get together as often as we could. And we figured maybe there are people out there who wants to just hear us BS about baseball and barbecue. And we just decided to record it. I did some research on how to upload it to a podcast service. And mm -hmm. voila, we, we, it happened one day. And we, we start, kept on doing it. And this train has been going ever since. But I got to give Leonard a lot of credit. Because we were just talking baseball and barbecue. Nope, we didn't have any guests the first couple of episodes. But Leonard reached out to a, a great guy named Bob Kendrick of the Negro Leagues Museum. And when he got him, it was just unbelievable, that, that interview. And that just we just wanted to do interviews for people from barbecue and the baseball world. It, it's a little scary, isn't it, that uh, that's all it takes is a telephone or a microphone and a, uh, a website and you get, with an upload button and boom. You're, you're worldwide all of a sudden, isn't it? Yeah. That, that, that's it. And it's, it's a funny thing because rec I recorded on Audacity, my computer. Uh, Len does a lot of the promotion. He does a lot of the writing. I do a lot of the editing and uploading. So it's a good mix where we, we complement each other very well. So uh, 267 1023, that's our number. 267 1023, if you want to join in the conversation, by all means, call in. JD will answer the phone. 
he'll put you on hold and we'll get you on the air while we're talking with the uh, baseball and barbecue podcast fellows from Long Island, New York, Leonard Aberman and Jeff Cohen. What who who how much editing goes in to your podcast? I would say a fair amount. I've I, I I'm self-taught, so uh, I've been getting better and better as I do it. And I've been doing it for what three years now. If you go back to our earlier episode, you'll you'll hear the difference. Uh, I I really try to cut out a lot of the ums and ahs and things like uh, filler words. Mm-hmm. And try to make it more of a smoothing process, and it's—I uh, think it's doing pretty good. What do you think, Leonard? Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, if I could, Steve, I could go back to—you know—we were of the when Jeff and I started, and we would have these conversations. We were of the uh, uh, a delusion that people would think, "Hey, that's interesting. These two guys talking." <laughs> 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 kind of. You know, hey, people are gonna—they—they—they're gonna want to listen to us. I can't understand why not. And, uh, and, and, you know, and it's funny because um, they do, they enjoy listening to us. Sometimes we get people saying, you know, we wish they, we want more between you two, uh, but they love the interviews as well. So, you know, and, uh, but Jeff does, Jeff, Jeff spends a lot of time editing. Uh, but in, but I will say, Steve, the two episodes that you were on, well, we, we split yours into two. Um, he didn't have to do much editing. So, so that's credit to you. Did you have to do a lot of editing on Doug's? I'll bet, didn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bleep out all the cuss words and stuff like that. Exactly. <laughs> we were talking about our, my friend down in Texas, Doug Shotting, who is one of the true, one of the serious talk, one of the true jewels in barbecue. What a great fella and what a great friend he is. He was and has become of mine. And um, he, he's a wealth of it. And we're going to get him on the show one night. He's a wealth of, of uh inspiration and information and uh he, he's great and you'll you'll love the show when we when we get him on tell me what um who do you, how do you decide what baseball person you're going to try to get on and then who do you who do you how do you and who do you decide or who does the decision making on the barbecue topic of the, each podcast because why y'all do it it you really you really intertwine it and it's uh it's interesting because I mean, you know, because you know, two people, you know, especially guys, if they're thrumming through podcasts and they see something that says baseball and barbecue, they go, "Yeah, baby, I'm all over that," and they'll give it a listen. I mean, that's a guy's topic all the way. But who who decides who's coming on and who's not, and who makes the cut, and what we're going to talk about in barbecue? Well, you know, Steve, it's that is first of all, you 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 know, because being in barbecue. How just just barbecue itself, you could have tons of guests. So having the two, it's limitless what we could do. But it. So we've got like uh, there's a pandemic baseball book club, for instance. Okay, so usually people that write books, they go, you know, they have a book launch, and then they have the book tour, and readings in stores and whatever. And because of the pandemic, they weren't able to do that. Mm-hmm. So they formed this club, and we have these authors on our show, and we give them a platform to um, talk about their books, and we give you know we try to promote them and sell them for them. Um, so that is has been a big uh, a big thing for us. We've had a lot of authors on, um, and then it just it just we we'll look at. I mean, I'll, I'll see. Like we just had uh, we just did an interview with Mackie Stasser former Mets catcher. Um, we haven't released it yet. I just happened to see him on Facebook, and I just uh, uh, friended him, messaged him, and basically said, Mackie, would you you know, be interested in coming on? And he says, wait. You're kidding. Yeah. You know? some, of it, some of it is... Uh, He's on Facebook? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was a pretty big player. Yeah. I mean, he was legitimate. Same thing with, same thing with Mark Littell, uh, who was pitching for the Royals. I got in touch with him for Facebook, and he, he came on. Um, and some of it's just dumb luck. And you had you, a couple of weeks ago, you had Hojo on. That's Hojo, huge. Yeah. That's big. Tell how we got Hojo. Hojo well, hold on, Jeff. I tell you what, Jeff, hold that story. We got to do our first break, okay? We're going to take our first break. The day we come back, we're going to hear the Hojo story on the baseball and barbecue 
uh, podcast. The Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply is the proud home of all the Butcher Barbecue products from two-time barbecue world champion David Bosca. His rub, sauce, and grilling oils turn ordinary barbecue into extraordinary barbecue. Grilling addiction rub to the famous barbecue mud. Get your Butcher Barbecue products at the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply in Ottawa. We'll be right back with the Baseball and Barbecue Podcast guys, Leonard Aberman and Jeff Cohen, in just a moment, right here on Talk Radio 102.3. All right. Great, great first segment, fellas. Great first segment. Ken Smith timed in. Uh, great show, Steve and Jeffy. Thank you very much, Ken. Ken is a podcaster. He does a, a podcast. You might want to write this down. Get your pencil ready, Leonard. Faces to Places. It is a southern, all-the-way podcast, and uh, Ken goes to some great, great places. Aaron, did you share ours to uh, the, the Backyard Smokers Barbecue page? Okay, good deal. Uh, we are also broadcast partners with the Backyard Smokers Barbecue on Facebook. We appreciate all the good folks over there at Backyard Barkers West and his hundreds, thousands of subscribers to that Facebook page watching and listening to us here on Facebook. Always a great bunch of group. And if you ever have, um, if you ever have a a hankering to go to a great barbecue Facebook page for information. And we can do a little bit of bragging, too. You know, you can post some pictures. You go to Backyard Smokers Barbecue on Facebook. They are our broadcast partner here on the Barbecue Show Live. Appreciate everybody joining us. Uh, what's some other, what are some of the other comments there, Jeff? There's no questions. It's just everybody said hello at this point. Yeah. There'll be questions. And anybody in chat room, feel free to call 423-267-1023. 423 if you want to talk with Leonard and Jeff, or Jeff or Jeff and I, and we'll be glad to entertain your barbecue um, questions and your baseball questions. And um, Jeff, what was the first baseball club, first baseball glove you ever had? Do you remember? It was a small. I think, I think it was a Willie Mays model from when I was in little league. Mm-hmm. How about you, Leonard? I actually had this little plastic glove <laughs> yeah. that was, you know, <laughs> I mean. That was really the first one, and then I don't, I mean, I had, I don't remember the, the name or whatever, but I know I wore it out, I'll tell you that much. You know, my first baseball glove, my dad, I told my dad I wanted a baseball glove, I was probably three or four, and my dad was a wonderful man, he did not know sports, he didn't know how many home runs it took to win the football game, <laughs> but he got me a, uh, he got me a baseball glove, and uh, he put it in the bread box at our house, he goes, son, go look in the bread box. I looked in there, and there was a Spalding baseball glove. First baseman's mitt. He brought me a first baseman's mitt. And the media still wants access at the board. first was a Rawlings Johnny Bench model catcher's mitt. Catcher's mitt. And Eric Bill Gates says the world should be back to normal by the end of 2022. Red Eye Radio, seven nights a week. WGO. The end of 2022. Talk Radio 102.3 FM, The Talk Monster. Welcome back to the Barbecue Show Live here on Talk Radio 102.3 with our guest, Leonard Aberman and Jeff Cohen, the baseball and barbecue podcast guys. Are you a Malcolm Reed fan? Sure you are. We have the entire lineup of how to barbecue right rubs and sauces at the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply in Ottawa. Did you see Malcolm use his classic, the barbecue rub on a pork butt? Then follow it up with his AP rub. Yeah, I saw that too. And you can get them both at the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply in Ottawa. And um, before the break, what were we talking about, Jeff? We are going to you, how we got Hojo. Hojo. Yeah, that's a great, tell us that story. Yeah, it was actually uh, quite simple. I, I just tried corresponding him with on Twitter. Uh, it took me a couple, of, a couple of months. I mean, he, you know, Twitter, you know, to, to have it, it's, he might not get to, get a response, but after a while, he, he responded and he said, "Let's do it," and we were able to set it up the conversation. And he came on; he was absolutely great, and he he is the perfect guest because he is a baseball guy, and he has a big green egg, and he's a big barbecue guy. So it's it was he was a, it was a perfect guest, a perfect cross between uh, baseball and barbecue. Howard Johnson has a big green egg. 
um, that that's like the ultimate find when you find the baseball guy that knows barbecue. How I mean, how easy that is a podcast. That, that's one of those podcasts where you just you ask the first question, you just go like this, just just exactly. You just kick back. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, interviewing some of the barbecue people that you just kick back and because uh, they just take over. So, who is the most famous baseball person that you two have interviewed? Wow, that's a uh, a good question. I guess from my point of view, and then I'll let Leonard go. Uh, we, a couple weeks ago, we interviewed Bobby Valentine. Wow, that's manager, a good one. Red Sox manager, mm-hmm. uh, Ranger as well, and that was he is such a great talker. He was so entertaining, and we were fortunate to have him on for like a half hour, and it was it was great. Who do you think, Leonard? I guess big name. Well, if we're going big name, um, I would say Tim Kirkson of ESPN is probably the big uh, big name. Um, but we've had on what I love about our show and what I love and, and the challenge of it, and it's not even a challenge because we don't need to have big names. I, I mean, I'm not going to say, look, anyone who played professional baseball, is obviously very skilled, right? Um, but like I said, bec- we had Mackie Sasser on. Mackie Sasser had an issue um, when he played; he had an injury, and he had a, an issue um, throwing the ball back to the pitcher. They called it the yips. Mm-hmm. Mackie Sasser uh, is very uh, uh, transparent on that. He there was a thirty-thirty special on it. He 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 got help. He he's you know worked through the problem. He, he talks about it. He wants to help other people that have that issue. Mackie Sasser's not the biggest name in baseball, but his story is fascinating. Uh, we had Mark Littell on. A lot of people wouldn't have any idea who Mark Littell is, but fascinating. Um, so we, you know, I, the question obviously was a big name, Tim Kirchin. I think actually the biggest name and probably one of, one of just my favorite guests of all time is Bob Kendrick in, in baseball the president of the uh, Negro Leagues Baseball Museum in Kansas City, Missouri. The man is just, you, you talk about someone you could just say something, ask a question, and sit back. He is that man. And the, the responses that we get, and, and the, what, what a guy, what a guy. And he, you know, he, he knows barbecue in the area, you know, being mm-hmm. in Kansas City. But actually... The first interview we had with him, I said to him, um, you know, you're in Kansas City, um, do you barbecue? And he said, Jeff, Len, when you're in Kansas City, you don't need to barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the truth. <laughs> and, uh, that's the mecca. You know, and he's just an amazing, amazing guest. So, I, we, you know, big names, the small names. I just love to talk to people, the, the whether, you know, the, the baseball, barbecue, whatever it is, and just find everybody has a story. And, and I think that's what's amazing about what we do. Um, it just we, we get the people, um, that and they just talk. And, and sometimes they'll start out the show a little tense, maybe, but by the time we're finished, it's like we have a best friend. And uh, that's how we felt when we talked to you, Steve. You know, we, we finished talking to you, and, and we just, I, I think you, you felt that we're just regular guys, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, we put our pants on one leg at a time while Jeff tries to jump in two legs at a time. I do, I do jump in. Sometimes he misses. I um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's, but we love it. But, yeah, I guess long-winded way of saying big name, Tim Kirchin, probably for me. So. That's pretty big. All right, let's talk, let's talk food now. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna have to morph into food. Now, when you, go to a, when you go to a ballpark, you don't really, you don't talk about who's got the greatest barbecue at a ballpark. I can't imagine. Can you, Jeff? I mean, Good barbecue at a baseball park. I'm not, I've never. Boog's Barbecue in Camden Yards. But that's a that's like a its own restaurant in a. Yeah. Okay, but, it's, but it's you're pretty, not. It's pretty darn good barbecue. Okay. All right. Well, hang on. Let's go to let's go to line one, and we have got Barry on line one on the Butcher Barbecue Hotline. Hello, Barry. What's up? Hey, man. This like I said, uh, totally off topic, but. Uh, Two years ago, I think now, you guys had the uh, brisket cook-off at Cambridge Square. Mm-hmm. Uh, yours, I lived in Texas for a few years, and so I eat a lot of brisket out there. They're not big pork 
you know, they're more brisket. Right. But I did the uh, sample, you know, 10 for 10 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, yours was literally some of, uh, some of the best I've ever had in my life. It was absolutely just, I was like, she, she goes, you want sauce? And I said, well, it's cooked, right? You don't need sauce. And uh, I just got to tell you, it was absolutely incredible. Well, Barry, I, I appreciate that. Um, I love, I love cooking brisket. I, I love it. I, there's nothing about cooking a brisket I don't love. And, um, you know, the secret that I think, the secret to Texas brisket, Texas-style brisket, is the pepper that you use. And uh, I use, a lot of people use number 16 mesh. I use number 18 mesh pepper, and that's where you get the good crust and you get the good color from that. And... Um, and I don't I don't cook it like quite as long as they do in Texas. I'm, I don't I don't have that much time, but I, I appreciate that comment. And we'll be and we'll be coming back to Cambridge Square hopefully, uh, hopefully around midsummer, maybe a July Fourth event or maybe uh, end of July event when um, when this COVID thing when we all get a handle on it and get all everybody gets vaccinated. It, it truly was. Uh, I mean, I love food. I've got the body, just prove it. <laughs> but, uh, no, it was just, uh, I tasted it, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. And uh, like I said, I tried, I don't think I even tried all 10. I tried several others, and I'm just like, I'm just wasting my time. And I just went back to your place and, uh, and got me a sandwich and some chips and a drink, went over and sat down and, was just in heaven. So, I appreciate that, Bear. It's nice of you. Keep cooking good, and uh, hope everybody's doing well. And like the show. Great. I listened last week. It was very, uh, very enlightening as far as the uh, different types of grills and what they offer, and so on and so forth. So, no, it's it's a good hour. I appreciate that, Barry. Make sure you tell people and tell those people to tell two people and tell those people to tell two more people. And then after that, it's just like Amway. It's out of control, and we'll control Friday nights. Thank you so much, Barry. We appreciate it. Hold a bunch. Got it. Appreciate you. So let's, let's talk. Let's talk dogs, fellas. Thanks. And Barry, Barry's a nice call. Two six seven one zero two three. That's our number. And uh, I do like to cook brisket, and it's my favorite thing to cook. It's my zen, and uh, I appreciate that compliment. Um, all right, we'll start with you, um, Jeff Cohen. Favorite, uh, favorite baseball park. And fav- favorite baseball stadium, hot dog, and we can we can include the new, the new restaurant type things, Jeff Maxwell, uh, you know, like Boog's Barbecue, and I know they've got a, a couple restaurants down in Atlanta. So Jeff Jeff Cohen, what do you think? Best park, best best dog. Uh, my favorite baseball park is the one in Pittsburgh, PNC Park. I think it's just an absolute gorgeous park. Uh, Greg Lazinski has a, a place in, in Sinnison's Bank Park in, in Philadelphia, which has great barbecue as well. But but in terms of hot dogs, I would have to say uh, Dodger Stadium with a Dodger dog. And in Cincinnati, the Great American Ballpark, they have a, a hot dog uh, called the Skyline Chili Dog. It's hot dog, chili, shredded cheese, onions. And that's, they're famous in Cincinnati for their Skyline Chili. So I would say hot dogs go to Cincinnati. Now in Cincinnati, they use those Kogel hot dogs. Don't know the no, they use the Scott Scott Peterson kosher. Scott Peterson. Okay, Jeff. I mean, um, Leonard. What, what about you? Well, you know, they they don't let me out much, as you can probably <laughs> tell. I'm a little nuts, so they, they I'm only allowed out on uh, weekends for a certain amount of hours. But <laughs> so I don't travel as much as Jeff. But um, I will say that Citizens Bank Park uh, in Philadelphia for for um, Bulls Barbecue, and obviously that's not a hot dog. Uh, is great, but for me, and and since I haven't traveled much, give me my give me my Mets, give me City Field, with just a hot dog, with you know just a dirty water dog, uh, with some uh, mustard, some sauerkraut, maybe put some onions on, and uh, you know that that's that's what I like. I these some of these I got to tell you some of these hot dogs right that they they pile on they put chili and they put I. I, I saw one, there was an article that Jeff sent me on ballpark food, and there was one hot dog that they had Fruit Loops on. You know, the breakfast cereal Fruit yeah, Loops? Yeah, yeah, I know what Fruit Loops is. They had that as a topping. I, first of all, 
I, I don't get it. But second of all, I like to sit there and, and watch the game and eat, but not have to, like, have my hands just get totally, you know, obliterated with, with, with the, the mess. You know, I like to just eat, and then I like to eat, shell my peanuts, and just sit there. And so I'm ready for just a regular hot dog, mustard, sauerkraut, city field, my Mets. I'm okay. Jeff Maxwell, before the break, what's yours? Well, there's a couple. I, I agree with Jeff on the uh, Pittsburgh being a great experience. But there's a place in San Francisco, and it's Orlando Cepeda owns the restaurant in center field called Cepeda's, and it's a Cuban fusion restaurant that is phenomenal. As far as a hot dog, I'm a fan of the best kosher. That's pretty much, the, pretty much a Midwest, Kansas City, Chicago, um, White Sox. That's my favorite uh, kosher dog. Very good. All right, we're going to take our second break. You're listening to the Barbecue Show live here on Talk Radio 102.3 with our special guests, Leonard Aberman and Jeff Cohen. If those names sound familiar, those are the baseball and barbecue podcast guys. And if ribs are your thing, then I have the thing for your ribs. Craig Sherry's famous Texas rib jelly and Texas rib candy, plus his chicken and barbecue rubs, are all are now available at the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply in Ottawa. Treat your ribs with a taste of Texas from Craig Sherry. We'll be right back with all these guys and your calls at 267-1023 on the Barbecue Show Live right here on Talk Radio 102.3. Stay with us. I've never heard it called dirty water at hot dog. But as soon as you said it, I knew exactly what it was. Have you all ever had one in Boston? Had a hot dog in Boston? Yeah. Where they serve it on the white bread? You feel like you got Wonder Bread with a hot dog on it. Right. They don't serve it in a bun? It's more more like a piece of white bread folded than it is a bun, I think. Really? That's that's just You know, Jeff, you you talked about where 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 the Bucks play. I was uh when I was a kid, I I think we talked about it. I was a big I was a big Pirates fan cuz my mother's from Pittsburgh. I went to uh I went to Forbes Field when I was a kid and I went to Three Rivers. And that's why I feel a need to go to Pittsburgh and go to a a baseball game, just so I can say I've been to the last three stadiums. I haven't been to a professional baseball game since 1993, which was the year before the strike for obvious reasons. And, and, and maybe I need to let go of my grudge. Well, if you, <laughs> if you went there, Steve, if you went there, they what they did is they combined the ballparks. So the right field bleachers are Ebbets Field. And then right. the left field bleachers are Three Rivers. And then they got a great rotunda experience. It's like a nice big walkway to where on the outside of the ballpark is where the concessions are, and then to walk inside the ballpark to get your seats, it's a separate rotunda. It's a really marvelous baseball experience. Well, that's why I need to go. <clears throat> I need a I wonderful... I would park on the other side of the uh, river and walk over the Roberto Clemente Bridge. It's yes. It's quite an experience to get there. I remember the day when he died. Yeah. It was terrible. Absolutely. Yeah. It was awful. So how many ballparks have you all been to? I've been to about half. I've been to a lot on the East Coast and the West Coast. It's the middle of the country I need to get to. Leonard? Uh, I, as I said, not, not not big traveling. So I could probably count them on one. Uh, I've been to the Oakland Coliseum, uh, City Field, uh, Cincinnati. Probably four. I've been oh, to a wait, couple of... Maybe five or six, actually, when I think about it. Probably I've been to a couple that aren't around anymore. Mm. Baltimore is not That's around. True. The old, the old Veteran Stadium, the old yeah. Candlestick Park is not around anymore. The old Yankee Stadium. Shea Stadium, Yankee Stadium. Right. Yeah. Up That's until true. 10 years ago, I'd been to every one of them, me and a friend of mine. And then I've only been to a couple of the newer ones. The other networks. Newsmax TV all right, 20 seconds. Is America's fastest growing cable news channel on all major systems. Check your cable guide or call them to get Newsmax. Or get it free on Roku, YouTube, Zumo, Pluto, or Amazon Fire. 
and smart TVs like Samsung, Sony, or LG. Plus, you can download the free Newsmax app on your phone and watch us anytime, anywhere. So find out about the growing danger to your Bible freedom. Watch Newsmax TV's Greg Kelly tonight. Talk Radio 102.3. Welcome back to the Barbecue Show live right here on Talk Radio 102.3. Hey, he's the king and he reigns supreme at the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply. Myron Mixon rubs and sauces. Set the pace for your backyard cookout. Myron is the winningest man in barbecue and he wants to be part of your backyard team so team up with jack's old south and get your myron mixing products at the owl's nest barbecue supply in ottawa our friend al salvage texts in on the butcher barbecue text line bradley his favorite park the bradley county little league ballpark when he coached up there the lady had the best hot sauce he said she made me a gallon every year at the Bradley County, the Bradley the county right next door to Hamilton County. All right, Leonard, you're having a you're having a cookout at the house. It's nothing fancy. You don't have to you don't have to barbecue anything. You just got to grill some dogs. I want from you. I want the brand of dog, the garnish, the brand of bun, and the cooker that you're going to use for your backyard hot dog revival. I mean, easy enough for for the grill. Hot dogs don't require much. uh, I'm going to just use the Weber, uh, the gas grill. I mean, I have the smokers, but I'm certainly not starting up a smoker to make hot dogs. Okay. You know, I'm sorry. I I love hot dogs, but not worth the time. Um, Probably uh, I I might get uh, some some Nathans maybe or, um, you know, um, yeah. Maybe Nathan's or uh, Ballpark Franks. You know, the Ballpark Franks, they plump when you cook them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Regular or bun size? Uh, the long ones, whichever, the, the long ones. I want okay. the longest. I don't care if they fit in the bun or not. I like them when they hang off. It's fine. Um, and uh, I'll tell you what, Trader Joe's has the best sauerkraut. I don't know if you guys have Trader Joe's out there. Not yet. I know you've got a lot. Not yet. It's coming. Not yet. They have the best sauerkraut. It's sauerkraut, and in the sauerkraut are pickles, and it is fantastic. That and probably some uh, Golden's mustard on there, and maybe maybe I'll saute some onions, you know, get them really caramelized, put them on, and uh, nothing better. Jeff Cohen, yeah, your I, hot dog I, recipe. I would uh, agree with Len with the uh, going with the Weber gas grill instead of uh, firing up the smokers. Um, I think I would go with the either a Hebrew National or a Sabret hot dog. There you go. Uh, long size is, is good for me. I would <laughs> get a the, the bun would be a store brand, but I would I'm not a big mustard or or, or relish guy, but I would put some stewed onions on there. Maybe a little cheese, and I put it in a nice uh, potato type bun from the uh, local market. What about you, and, Jeff and Maxwell? Best kosher Hebrew National on a poppy seed bun with sport peppers, mustard, onion, and a kosher pickle. Man, those sound and good. And done on the flat top. On the flat top. Yes. Not a, not that, not on the grill. I'll do them on the grill, too, but on the flat top, you'll get that caramelization on the casing of the dog. Mm-hmm. Are you slicing them open? Are you slicing them? Not on the, not on the, as a kid, now I grew up at a place that sliced a dog in half, put a brick on top of it, and grilled it, and then put it on a hamburger bun. But no, I'm just, I'm going to just let go on the griddle. Have, uh, Jeff, have, have you and Leonard um, broken the um, Blackstone griddle uh, yet? Have you bought one yet? No, no. Really? Are they popular there in New York? They sell them. They, they do. I, you know, I see them in the stores. For me, it's not really uh, something that I would, that I would, uh, that I would purchase. And really, uh, yeah, well, I, I think I see it as more. You know, you can make eggs on it. You know, but I mean, I don't really see the purpose of it. So I, if I'm going to put something, if I need to have a griddle, something flat. 
I'll just, you know, put a, maybe I'll use a cast iron on the, uh, you know, on the grill and just heat that up. Jeff, what about you? Jeff Cohen? Yeah, I, I, I agree with Glenn. I probably just use a uh, cast iron and, and put it on the grill. I don't have a flat top. Now, I tell you, down, down here, down here, <laughs> they are all the rage. Everybody, really? everybody has Blackstone. I mean, we've I've got I've got one at the station. I've got one at home. I've got two of them, and uh, they're great to use. And uh, we make smash burgers. Um, I tell you, I tell you, after you smoke after you smoke chicken wings, you smoke your chicken wings up to about 130, 135 degrees, and pull them off of the uh, smoker, and then finish them off on the flat top. They are fantastic. The thing is so easy to clean that you're not doing twenty dishes. It's it's such an easier cleanup. Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah, uh, sure. Two things I want to say. One uh, is Jeff makes incredible, incredible onions. I don't know how he does it. Well, he's got like some kind of technique. They always come out good. But do you guys know that with the hot dog, where they make it, you know, uh, spiral, where it, you know, it, it, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You cut the outside of it and it spirals. Mm-hmm. You ever make it like that? No, I haven't. I've got a. Um I've got a tool that I that I I put a diamond pattern in them, and they and when you cook them they swell up and they look really cool. But I have not I've not, the um, there was a guy that at the restaurant in my neighborhood years ago used to cut them spiral and deep fry, and that was a that was a really good hot dog. I've done the deep fried Polish sausage. That's really good. Yeah. What's not good deep fried? <laughs> no, anything. I mean, I know. Right? You could, you could. <laughs> we had a we had a restaurant here called the Sizzler years ago. I don't know if they're around anymore. And everything on it was was breaded and fried, and it was just no matter what it was would taste good. What doesn't taste good, breaded and fried? Have y'all done fried Oreos? No, but I've eaten fried Oreos. I just haven't made them. Are before. they not a gift from God? <laughs> Twinkies? Oh. Yeah, same same with Twinkies. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then uh, I've had uh, I've had uh, something. Uh, bacon wrapped around it as well you know either either breaded and fried is great yeah, deep fried you know the oreos and of course with bacon on it and you know that's all you need all right Je- jeff cohen if you could have one we're gonna we're gonna talk about cookers in the last segment let's 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 introduce it if you could have first give me the rundown of what you what you have on your arsenal and what you and what you your next purchase will be Ah, well, I have a, the, like I said, the Weber grill, the rubber kick gas. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll have a fifth-barrel smoker, mm-hmm. as well as the uh, Traeger pellet grill. That's okay. what I have in my arsenal right now. Someday, maybe a, a big green egg, but that's down the road. No no, no want of an offset stick burner? No, not yet, nope. Leonard, what, do you, what about you, Leonard? Um, okay, so I've got a uh, I've got a gas grill, I've got a uh, a pit barrel, I have the Traeger, and I have what I started smoking on the first thing I used, which is the Weber Smoky Mountain, mm-hmm. which is how a lot of people enter the especially in this area, the way they enter uh, smoking. But yes, I w- me I would like to have a green egg eventually, but an offset, definitely a stick burner. Um, yeah. If, if my wife would allow it. <laughs> is that a problem? Is, is that a problem? Is that, a, is that really? Is that a problem at your house? Well, you know, Steve, you know how they have the videos on uh, on YouTube on how to grill. You know, you can watch and you can see how to make brisket and how mm-hmm. to make ribs and and how to whatever anything you want. The one thing they don't have a video of is how to ask your wife if you can get just one more smoker, because that's a video I would watch. Beg for forgiveness. That's right. <laughs> Instead of asking for permission. I, I, I heard that. <laughs> you're watching. You're listening to the Barbecue Show live here on Talk Radio 102.3. Our special guests are the entrepreneurs that have come up with Baseball and Barbecue Podcast. Leonard Aberman and Jeff Cohen, they are calling and in with us from Long Island, New York. And uh, we're going to finish up with them in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you real quick, all you pellet heads out there know your pellet smoker needs a quality fuel 
At the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply, we stock barbecuers delight pellets that will keep your smoker running smoothly with great flavor. Everything from mesquite, oak, hickory to cherry. You can trust barbecuers delight pellets to stoke your smoker with flavor and dependability. We'll be right back with all these knuckleheads right here on the Barbecue Show Live on Talk Radio 102.3. So stay with us. Tommy, it says to buy her a hot tub first. <laughs> and you're good to go. News, weather, and traffic on time. This is an all-hands-on-deck moment. Talk Radio 102.3. WG. I don't have a hot tub. Y'all, y'all have hot tubs? I know you've been looking for a place like this. So Leonard, you got a hot tub? What about hot dog? No, I said, do you have a hot tub? Friendly oh, hot tub. Yeah. JD forgot to turn down. There he is. Um, Jeff, you got a hot dog? You got a uh, hot dog? Have you got a? Do you have a hot tub? That's a personal question. I don't have a hot tub either. I think they're disgusting. I think they're disgusting. Uh, this is the first time I had a house that I didn't have a hot tub. It's phenomenal. Boiling water, human. When you're 28, enzymes. When you're 28 and single, it's not that bad. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ain't either. Twenty-eight and single. I never was twenty-eight and single. <laughs> I was. Neither was I. Yeah, no. I've been yeah. I've been married all my life. <laughs> Everybody on Facebook, thanks for watching tonight. Thanks for listening. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know what Brian Blondell was talking about, but mm. Brian, appreciate you. I appreciate you. He's poking the joining. bear. Okay. Um, okay. Jeff and Jeff and Jeff and Brian are having their own conversation in the chat room. Uh, Brian's a Cub fan. I'm a Sox fan, so he's poking the bear. Okay. Uh, Tom Ehad said uh, to buy your wife a hot tub first. Exactly. That's, <laughs> now that's a good way to. It's a very that would make an expensive smoker. I was gonna say that's that's pretty expensive. If I had to, if I had to buy a hot, if I had to buy a hot tub before I bought a new grill or something, I had to buy one of those little, those grocery store grills that you put newspaper in and they're disposable. If you had to buy one for every grill you'd have, you'd need about five acres. Mm. <laughs> I know. See, Steve, you have a very convenient thing. You could just say, "Well, it's for it's for work, honey." It's inventory. You know, it's yeah, it's inventory. Absolutely, it is. It is inventory. Everything I have is inventory. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's wonderful. You guys have been just fantastic tonight, I want to tell you. Y'all have well, been great. Being on. Thank you. We're very happy to be here. Y'all have been great. Check out discovertheforest.org. All right, just a few minutes left. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Hey, folks, this is Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality and best-selling author. If you don't know what you're passionate about or you dread going to work on Mondays, you're not alone. But it doesn't have to be that way. I'm here to help you find the work that you were created to do right here on The Ramsey Show. The Ramsey Show weekdays at 1 on 102.3 FM WGOW. Talk Radio 102.3. Welcome back to the Barbecue Show live here on Talk Radio 102.3, The Talk Monster. We're talking with Leonard Aberman and Jeff Cohen, the guys from the Baseball and Barbecue Podcast. Green Mountain Grills are the pellet smoker of choice for Big Mo, Jim Elzer, Sterling Smith, and dozens of other professional barbecue competitors. Come by the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply and see the Green Mountain Grill in action tomorrow. The best pellet smoker you can buy with a big period behind it. The Green Mountain Grill. We'll have ours out early in the morning. We're going to be warming up some barbecue and some macaroni and cheese for a little lunchtime event that we're going to have. And come by and you can watch it run live. We'll show you how it works. We'll show you all the intricacies of it, how easy it is to use. And uh, you can just join join the fun on the Green Mountain Grill. Leonard, you don't have a pellet smoker yet? No, no, I do. I have a Traeger. A Traeger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this past weekend, I had a good time with it. I made a couple racks of ribs, a couple of pastrami, had a, had a nice time. 
Yeah. What um? It was fun. What's your pastrami recipe? I, that's something I have not breached yet. The pastrami brisket. Well, I gotta tell you, I used um, I did use Meathead's recipe. Mm-hmm. Actually, we had Meathead on it one time. Terrific guy. There's your biggest. Um, there's your there's your biggest act right there. <laughs> Good grief, Meathead. And I used his recipe from AmazingRibs.com, mm-hmm. uh, and it is it is a fantastic recipe. Uh, we actually this past Saturday it was Jeff's birthday, and what did he want to do for his birthday? You know, besides go out <coughs> with his wife that night. But during the day, we cooked barbecue and mm-hmm. we made a couple of a couple of pastrami's using Meathead's recipe, a couple of racks of ribs on the Traeger. It was fun. How'd that pastrami turn out? It was good. It, it was really good. It was, uh, you know, Rave I used the, yeah, I used the shortcut, the shortcut method. You know, I took the I took the corned beef. You know, I bought a couple of corned beefs. They were on sale because it was St. Patty's Day. Mm-hmm. A couple of corned beefs. And I did the, uh, you know, the cheap method. I, I got the salt out of them. You know, I soaked them in water. Uh, we made the rub. So I didn't brine the brisket to make it into corned beef. And then so I skipped that step. But uh, it. Which makes it so much easier, but it was delicious. Still took really 13 good. hours. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it did. We started at about 12 o'clock in the afternoon, and one in the morning, I was taking it off. And of course, now I, I still have to, you know, I can't go to sleep. I still have to wait to put it yeah. away. So. I know you got a little wait, and it's, it's, it's hard to do a brisket. Do you, um, you guys ever go into the city and have barbecue? We uh, we've been trying to do a barbecue tour that was yeah. uh, disrupted by the uh, pandemic, but we went to Morgan's Barbecue in in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. We went to John John Brown Smokehouse in uh, in Long Island City, Queens. We've been to another place called Smokehouse in Garden City, Long Island. And this past about two weeks ago, we went to a place called Dang Barbecue here in uh, Seaford, Long Island. So we're trying to get around to all the rest, uh, barbecue places, barbecue restaurants around the area. Is it um, what was the impetus of barbecue? in New York City and the in the surrounding boroughs because I don't think it's a a long a, a long time thing is it there well you know if if you uh, if you believe that um, you know pastrami which is smoked uh, corned beef right mm-hmm. uh, is is barbecue then Cass's delicatessen right. is the longest uh, running barbecue place in the country mm-hmm. so New York might just be the barbecue capital of the world. <laughs> All right, let's don't let's don't go crazy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but however, um, but what about the other barbecue place? There's a what's that what's that guy's name is real real popular up there. Um, the big guy. What's his name? Oh, gosh, he's in New, in New York. Being Michael Simon? No, he's in Cleveland. Oh, he's in Cleveland. Ed Randolph? Um, no. But anyway. Um, he he he's well well known for for barbecue, and I think he I think he traveled south of Texas to study it, and then took it back to New York. Um, do do people in New York do y'all talk about barbecue? You know, down here it's 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 barbecue and, and college football. What's it, what's it like in on Long Island? Do y'all talk about is it um, real quick? In one minute, is it barbecue or is it fine dining? It's barbecue. If you go to the barbecue restaurant, it's definitely barbecue. Style and people talk about all the all the food and different type of, of meats that they have there. Definitely, that sounds great, Leonard, Jeff. Thank you so much for being on the show tonight. I really appreciate it. Hope everybody enjoyed you two guys as much as Jeff and I did. Next week we'll be talking about uh, charcoal here on the Barbecue Show Live. We'll be talking about chunks and hunks and briquettes and logs and all kinds of charcoal talk right here. That's next Friday night, and um, we can't wait to see everybody again. And everybody, I want to tell everybody thank you for watching and thanks for listening. If you are out and about tomorrow, make sure you come to Ottawa and stop by the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop in Ottawa. Jeff, Leonard, thank you so much. Thank you, Steve. And thank we you, Jeff. And bar- Baseball and Barbecue Podcast. See you guys next week. He's got it covered. WFM. All right, we're out, guys. Thank you so much, fellas. Thank you. Appreciate everybody on Facebook watching and listening with us. 
Al, Tom, and, and um, all the guys in the chat room. We really appreciate that so much. Appreciate you guys coming out and spending time with us. So what's um, what's uh, what's next on the um, – what guests are in, in store for everyone on the Baseball and Barbecue podcast? Uh, in, in the pipeline, though, we have, like we told you, uh, Anthony Tacoma tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Well, we have uh, – coming up, we have a former pitcher, Jerry Royce. We have um, – Grubs from that Netflix show, uh, American Barbecue Cookoff. Which Grubbs. who do you have? Oh, oh, Grubs. Yeah, Grubbs. I had him Grubbs. a couple a couple months ago. He's great. He's great. Yep. We we're gonna have uh, uh, Nick Mangold, former football player, who has a barbecue sauce out. Mm-hmm. So he, he played for the Jets. Uh, we have a couple of authors, uh, Lou Friedman, who wrote a book on Cy Young. So we have a pretty good, good uh, lineup coming up. Well, that's fantastic, and. and Leonard, what is what is, do you, does Jeff get all the baseball people and you get all the barbecue people? Do y'all split no, up the actually, split up the uh, chores? We no, it, it's funny because we actually we we have somebody that uh, that that he prefers to remain uh, under the radar, but mm-hmm. who helps us occasionally uh, and, yeah. and gets us some guests as well. But no, we we kind of just brainstorm and like I got Mackie Sasser. Jeff got uh, and Nick Mangold. Jeff got uh, you know Jeff got Mark Littell and Jeff got Jerry I mean, Royce and yeah exactly we, yeah we don't it's not we just kind of brainstorm and there's no real divi- the only real division of labor is Jeff ed- edits you know but um, other than that we'll come up with guests and like I'm trying to get uh, I want to get Willie Randolph so I'm going after him. Um, Bobby wow, Valentine. That'd be, that'd be a big get. I, go I got him. I got him. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's kind of, you know, whoever gets whoever. It doesn't I wanna matter. Get the, I want to get uh, Derek Riches on one of these days. Yeah, exactly. And and Myron Mixon. So, Myron, if you're listening, we want to get you on, please. He's not. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, hey, you know, Steve, I, I know this isn't what you asked, but you know what's amazing? You're, next week, your show is going to talk about charcoal. Mm-hmm. And and what's amazing is you know how you know how I know that I love barbecue is that I'm like wow that sounds like an awesome show. <laughs> <laughs> Charcoal is interesting. I know it is. I know it is, and that's what's great because that is is a fascinating topic. But somebody who's not into barbecue won't find that interesting, and I just find it like so fascinating. I can't wait to listen to that. Show. Well, I so, tell you, I tell you who brought what charcoal did. Who brought. Uh, Charcoal brought John Solberg and um, Greg Rempe together. Really? Did you know that? How so? That no, on how so? John, I think, was on Instagram talking about he, he makes his own charcoal. Wow. And I think really? Greg reached out to him. And I remember I was watching the show when John made his first appearance on the show as a guest. And the, the two just they kept talking. And, and look what look what that has led to amazing yeah no it's amazing yeah but that's but that's how that's how many different you know like people that that don't understand or don't have a passion for it might say you know how could you how could that be interesting but it is very interesting that you know the topics that you could come up with and and to talk about charcoal and the woods to use and all that is just so I'm, i'm looking forward to that yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get Tim Shear to be on the show with us. So Tim, if you're out there listening, or if anybody knows Tim, I texted him. Did not get a return text, but we're. It's still early in the negotiation. So Friday nights are tough to get guests. They go, ugh, Friday. Can't you do it on Tuesday? <laughs> no, it's Friday. <laughs> we had a guest on. You know, talk about interesting. We had a guest, Tim Razor, and he has a, a company called Fifth and Cherry, which is cutting boards, mm-hmm. and. And, and that was fascinating, you know, because, like he said, the stories, maybe cutting boards, he made a joke like, you know, how could cutting boards be interesting? But the guy is, a, he did, how many tours of uh, Iraq did he do, Jeff? Like, I think he did three tours of Iraq. Yeah, of Iraq and... Oh, it's always the backstory. It's always the backstory and how they, how they, you know, how they invented or how they came across what they're doing in barbecue. Uh, the pit barrel cooker, the pit barrel cooker uh, story is, is fascinating. Yeah. Noah with Noah, yeah. Sure. So he's a, he's a, he, that's a fascinating one. Well, fellas, I'm going to let you go. I know it's Friday night in Long Island, and I bet you guys are ready to partay. 
Steve, you've been amazing. Jeff? Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Amazing. We, we appreciate it. Thanks for having us on. You bet, um, fellas. We hope we can be entertained and we will entertain with Facebook. You did a great job, and we'll, we, will, we will hook up again, I assure you. Yes. Thanks, fellas. Thank him. Appreciate it. He's the he's the leader of the show. I'm a I'm Ed McMahon. I'm just this guy on the side that gets in the way. <laughs> Ed was important. He was important. He was. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Thank you. Bye bye. And thanks everybody for watching on Facebook. We'll see you here next Friday night.